what we do know this morning is that corrections officers have been deployed from Darwin to Alice Springs Correctional Centre as it continues to battle staffing shortages. Now, it has been reported that 10 officers were sent to the centre amid fears that it would have to stop visitations as well as programs for prisoners due to critical understaffing. Now, joining me on the line with additional information and to tell us more about exactly what is going on at this point is Erina Early from the Northern Territory United Workers Union. Good morning to you. Hi, Katie. How are you? Yeah, really good. Great to have you on the show. Erina, tell me, why were these officers sent to Alice Springs? Well, Katie, as you probably know from previous um, times we've had a track is um, Alice Springs have not been fully staffed since um, they opened over 30 years ago. Um, over the last um, six months, it's been crisis level at Alice Springs Corrections with the short um, staffing of officers. Erina, what makes you say that it's at crisis levels? Can you describe that for us? So when I'm using crisis level, I'm trying not to use it um, flippantly, is, for example, you've got um, 330 um, prisoners um, locked away in the evening and we've only got three officers working. Yes. So one officer, like per 100 prisoner? Absolutely. So, you know, we're getting down to these low levels. Um, We're constantly around about 38 officers short each shift, um, et cetera, in Alice Springs. Erin, are those numbers are, are massive? I mean, you're talking about overnight there. So I think you said 330 prisoners and then you've got three officers, um, you know, for, to, to look after all of them while they are obviously locked up overnight. What are the numbers like during the day? So in the day, roughly, you're looking roughly between between 28 to 38 um, being short. And we had Commissioner Varley uh, mention um, a couple of weeks ago um, to the media that there's no issue in Alice Springs and within 48 hours of him making this announcement to the media they hit um, further crisis levels um, and 10 correctional officers from Darwin were sent to Alice Springs to help out. So how long are those officers there for that were sent from Darwin to Alice? They're leaving this weekend, most of them are leaving this weekend. And so what's going to happen then? We're back to the crisis level in Alice Springs. We were hoping they might be able to extend some of the Darwin officers coming down to help Alice Springs members. They've actually had a bit of a sigh of relief having um, these additional officers, but we've been advised um, at this stage there's no um, intention to continue this. Erina, why is it so difficult um, to recruit staff and and to recruit correctional officers in Alice Springs? Well, it's interesting, Katie. I think we've got a, um, a definitely a retraction and retention. We, we seem to be um, having officers over the last couple of years. We were getting them, but they weren't staying. We've got a high rate of assaults. Um, also, too, is um, people, they're doing a lot of overtime because of the short staffing, etc. So they are burnt out. Um, they've got high mental health um, issues as well, and they feel that they're undervalued and disrespected by management. It's a very toxic workplace. Have we ever seen a situation before, like in your time with the union, have you ever seen a situation before where officers have had to be deployed from Darwin to Alice Springs Correctional Facility? Not this many, Katie. Like, I've been with the union over 16 years now yep. and they've only employed like a couple to help out, but not as many as 10 being flown down there. This is the first time we've had this.
So there's obviously some big concerns when it comes to those staffing levels. Um, what's the situation like for us up here in Darwin at the moment? Have we got enough staff at the correctional facility in Darwin? So Darwin is still short staff, but not to the levels and the crisis levels um, Alice Springs. Um, and that's why Darwin could help accommodate to bring some down. So currently um, they have, and the Commissioner Bali has mentioned, they've roughly um, recruited about 60 officers. But the thing is, they've actually lost about 40 to 50 correctional officers. And out of those 60 that the Commissioner refers to, only six went to Alice Springs. Erin, can I ask, you know, we talk about those, uh, the number of prisoners and the number of officers, you know, sort of per per prisoners. What are those staffing levels supposed to be like? I mean, I know many years ago when I used to lifeguard at the pool, there's a certain number of people that should be in the pool at any one time and a certain number of lifeguards that should be there supervising them. Is there a situation like that where it's a prisoner to correctional services officer ratio that should be met? Yes, yeah, so we do have safe staffing levels. Um, we can't actually discuss too much of that because of the security of the prison, Katie. Okay. But say, for example, in um, Alice Springs, is there should be a there should be a to be fully staffed, you need roughly about 180 rostered officers. Right. Oh, and and are we there? Obviously not. No, we're not even half. Where to from here, Erina? Because I guess the big thing is, you know, we all understand that these um, pay negotiations are continuing on and the wage freeze is, you know, has changed somewhat over recent weeks. But from what I can gather with the correctional officers, it's more about the actual, um, you know, the conditions and their safety concerns rather than the pay. Am I correct in making that statement? Yes, so their safety is their number one um, claim in their enterprise agreement, Katie. Then it is the wages as well because 2% is way too low. So where to to from here? What's going to happen, you know, if we have got a situation where the prisons are overflowing, it seems, or there is a lot of prisoners and it doesn't seem as though there is, you know, enough correctional services officers? Well, we we are having um, discussions with the Minister in regards to... um, that correction, especially the crisis levels in Alice Springs. Mm. But we're getting to a stage, and especially with the Enterprise Agreement too, is that it's not moving quick enough, Katie. So basically, if we could be in a position where corrections, especially our Alice Springs correctional officers, are seriously considering walking off and not coming back until the staffing level is actually resolved. Erina, can I ask as well, um, do you have any idea at this point in time, I know quite some time back there was serious damage caused at, uh, you know, at the correctional facility here in Darwin as a result of a, of a riot that had happened and a fire. Has that been fixed or where are things at with that? So, Katie, they've only just started now working on that. So it's currently getting fixed now. How long ago did that damage happen? Nearly two years ago. And so it's just starting to be fixed now. Have you been given any idea as to why it's taken so long? I think it's government red tape, Katie, I think, um, and stuff there. So it just shows your priority, um, you know, that the department looks at, you know, making these changes to the prison because the officers have to walk past this every day. It's not good for their mental health um, seeing, you know, it gives them flashbacks and reminders what happened at that riot. So those riots were very scary. What's that like? Does it mean that there are um, that there's not like? Does it have an impact in terms of um, where the prisoners are, are housed, or is it more office space? What's the go in terms of the area that is damaged? 
Yeah, so when you do have a damaged area in corrections, they will have to, depending where it is, mm. then then they will have to um, like move prisoners around. They may have to move around like operational things like cameras and all of those type of things. So it's not just an easy process. We're just going to move people here next door. It can completely change the whole operations and security of the correctional centre. All right. Well, um, very interesting stuff and very interesting to hear that work's only just started on rectifying um, that part of the prison. Erin Early, we always appreciate your time. Thanks very much for having a chat with us this morning. Thanks, Katie. Have a great day. You too.